With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're not listening to Buffy Sisters. We're not listening to Buffy Sisters. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, brought to you by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, where we proudly promote positive people. You can always visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at www.wealthysistersmedia.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, wealthysistersmedia.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we love connecting businesses with people, stories, and music, and our purpose is twofold. First, we must make sure that we provide you, that dynamic listener, with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and your life right now for that positive impact. And second, you know we love edifying, promoting, and acknowledging and saying thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live on the worldwide Blog Talk Radio Network, and today happens to be another fabulous Tuesday. Can you believe it? It is March, Women's History Month, March 10th, 2015, and as you know, we are here every week at the same time. That's right, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, but you know what? The great part about that is we are always available to you 24-7. We want you to know that you are in business for yourself. You are independent, but we are all interdependent, and and we are here for you 24-7 at WealthySistersRadio.com. You can listen to all of our shows. As we say this year, we're celebrating our sixth season, and we are here for you at WealthySistersRadio.com. Also want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters. Remember that. S-I-S-T-A-S. That's right. Well, you know, as we said, this is March Celebrating Women's History Month, yes, it's a fantastic month, and you know what we do in the month of March, don't you? Yes, you do. It deserves a round of applause. I know we are celebrating the Winter Summit. Can you believe it? The Winter Summit is here. It's time for the Winter Summit. We're so excited about it. March 27, 28, the last weekend this month, if you are in business, wanting to start a business, this is the event for you to attend right here in Northern Virginia in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. If you're in Philly, you're in North Carolina. If you're in South Carolina, you can drive up. You're in New York. You can take the train down. We are here for you. What I need for you to do right now is to know that this is going to be an extraordinary event. It's our fourth one, our fourth one, and we have Oh, you know, the Millionaire Luncheon, the infamous Millionaire Luncheon, where we have documented millionaire women business owners in an intimate session who will be sharing their experiences, and you're able to partner and to network with them. And then we also have the National Association of Black Hotel Owners and Operators and Developers who will be in the house, and we just just, yes, this deserves a round of applause, just got the news yesterday that the president the president himself, Mr. Andy Ingram of the Association of Black, or better better known as Navhood, he will be conducting the workshop. This is an awesome opportunity. He doesn't even live in the area, and it worked out perfectly that he's going to be able to come by and conduct the workshop. So I want you to go to the thewinnersummit.com. That's the Winter Summit, like you are a winner, not the season, but the winner, the Winter Summit. Dot com. Get registered right now. We want to see you there. Looking 
forward to seeing you in the place. And I tell you, we are celebrating today with a dynamic show. We have none other than, as I mentioned, the Millionaire Lunch, and one of our features is the infamous premier lobbyist in this area, Miss Tanya Speed. She is one of the first African-American women who has blazed the trails in this area in lobbying. And uh, she, I'm telling you, shares so much information. Uh, I mean, really to understand how business works and how business governs our country, lobbyists, man, that is a powerful word, a powerful position to be in. And she's actually going to be sharing with us at the Winter Summit. And today I have a pre-recorded interview. Actually, it's a replay that we did for, with her this fall. So I cannot wait to share that later uh, in today's show with you. But before we move forward with that, we do have that segment that everybody loves. The business question of the week. That's right. And you know, if you have a question that you'd like us to possibly answer here for you on Wealthy Sisters Radio, you can send it to family at wealthysistersradio.com. Again, that's family at wealthysistersradio.com. Or you can simply call our hotline at 800-917-9435, extension 808, 800-917-9435, extension 808. And our question today comes all the way from Memphis, and we say Town, okay, from Lashana. Lashana, thank you so much for listening in. She says she's been tuning in to our show for three years now. Thank you. She says she downloads it on iTunes. That's right. You know, you can find us free there on iTunes and Wealthy Sisters. And Lashana said that she is a boutique owner. Wow, that's fantastic. And so she's in retail. And her question is, since we've been talking about events and how important it is to attend an event, she really wants to know, how is she supposed to be able to attend an event when she's in retail? In retail? That is a great question. And is it really, really important for her to make the necessary sacrifice to attend this event. Well, I tell you what, Lashana, thank you so much for sending that question in. That is a great question. And as we always say, we share information to try to help you make the best decision for yourself. Now, if you um, want some ideas from us, yes, we can't tell you, you know, you got to find someone and you can trust to leave in your store for this weekend. You're taking time away and, and all of that. But I will tell you, when you hear the testimony, you can just go to the website and here just for the Winter Summit, but any other type of event. There are several reasons why you want to attend and have continuing education in your areas. First, you, you deserve it. You need to invest in yourself. A lot of times as business owners, we're so much in the trenches, we're involved in it, and a lot of times we can't see that aerial perspective that we need because we're so in the midst of everything. And it gives an opportunity when you attend conferences like the Winter Summit, when you attend events like that, it gives you the opportunity to invest in yourself, but to also see the aerial view of what's taking place. And to just to kind of step back, the other thing is you're able to learn the latest trends. Let's say that there's some type of software that you can be using uh, to track your merchandise better in your store. What if you didn't know about that? Someone you meet that is in the event or at the conference, they are, happen to be in retail or they have, can share something with you. So you learn the latest in trends. In partnerships, oftentimes we don't recognize as small business owners how powerful it is to, po to partner with other business owners. When you are in business as if you look, take a look around and we see corporations doing it, big corporations partnering all the time. They do co-branding projects through advertising. They merge. They come together. That's because there's strength in numbers. So you have opportunities to meet people that might be able to, say, for example, for you, Lashana, you might want to open a boutique in in um, Atlanta area. Maybe there's someone that you can partner with there. So networking as well. Networking is so key. This this 
really has a lot to do with everything that we've said already. It's important to establish relationships. You never know. Maybe there's a, someone that's a great designer. You want to carry their line in your store or, or wholesaler that you know about you can meet. Uh, and then the other thing is exposure. Other people are able to meet you and see what you do in your business to learn about you. If you're in one place in Memphis, how can, yes, you have an Internet. You Hopefully you have your website. But how can people learn? Learn about you as well. And then finally, traveling, just being able to see another part. Uh, it just, I see traveling is just such a valuable learning lesson there as well. And then uh, this is the real final one. When you come to events like the Winter Summit, like ours, you're going to have fun. You deserve it. You deserve that time to relax, to, to like I said earlier, to step back, but just to kick your heels up, enjoy yourself, and I tell you, we have a ball at the Winter Summit. We enjoyed. You all know we believe in music. We know music is important, so we have music as a big, big part of our conference as well. So that is our answer for you today, Lashana. Thank you so much for submitting your question to Wealthy Sisters Radio. And if you have a question and would like us to answer it here for you on Wealthy Sisters Radio, just simply send it to family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Again, that's family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Or you can call 800-917-9435, extension 808 it's 917-800-917-9435, extension 808, and just leave it there on our hotline. Well, we have come to that time in the show. I tell you, we've got a lot of great things going on, but today, you know, it's the second Tuesday in the month, and we have our very own uh, health and wellness correspondent. We're going to switch up the show a little bit today, and Miss Delena Keller Watkins is here for us today, and she has the latest in the health trends. Take it away, Delena. Hello, this is Delena K. Watkins with your health and wellness segment on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Since we are observing and celebrating Women's History Month, which recognizes historical achievements of women. I want to take this time to use the health and wellness moment to focus on you and your family's health history. Knowing the past can help create a healthier future. Learn how to document your personal family health and medical history that includes hereditary diseases, genetic disorders, and other important facts. I recently read a survey which said that 96% of Americans are interested in knowing their family history. Although it is unlikely you would discover any hidden fortune in your family tree, you may learn something even more valuable if you put together your family's medical history. Only one-third of Americans pay attention to their family medical history, and what the other two-thirds don't know could really hurt them. So, how do you create a family medical history? Well, it should include both sides of your family with your siblings, parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles. And if you can dig deeper, you should also include your nieces and nephews. Here is some of the information that you want to record. Their current age, their relationship, obviously, sex and ethnic background of the family member all medical conditions and age at the time of diagnosis. That's very important. And then the age and cause of death of each of your deceased family members. So why is this knowledge so important? Well, first of all, many diseases have risk factors that can be changed. If you know about them early on, you can take steps to reduce the risk and lessen the severity of the disease. Some examples of diseases that run in families include Heart disease, last month was Heart Health Month, so heart disease, obesity, diabetes, some types of cancer, asthma, and then autoimmune diseases, which is very, very important in the African-American community. Once you have recorded your family health history, share it with your doctor. Your doctor will then use this information to discuss possible medical issues in you and your family's future and preventive steps you may need to take now. Ways to protect yourself from hereditary diseases includes, and there's four of them, 
You can begin to develop a personalized prevention program, which is what I advocate. You always hear me talk about preventive care and preventive measures, starting lifestyle changes. That's also my number two. And then testing to detect a disease at an early age. And then lastly, the ability to use medication or surgical treatments to try to prevent the disease. So you see, your family history tree has more than just generational value, and this is how you will help to create a healthy legacy. This has been Delena K. Watkins with your health and wellness segment on Wealthy Sisters Radio. All right. Isn't that fantastic? That is such good information. I tell you, we have the best the best correspondence here. That, again, with Elena Keller-Watkins. You want to definitely find her. Go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. You can pull her up there as one of our featured correspondents. She is, again, our health and wellness. And guess what? Delena is going to be speaking at the Winter Summit. So we're so excited about that. So definitely make sure you check her out. Find her there on Facebook and Twitter as well. Well, we're going to take a brief, brief break. And when we come back, we will have our segment with Tanya Speed. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The full body cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com do you need a vacation? DDM Vacations and Global Travel International offers affordable vacations, cruises, getaways, all-inclusive resorts, honeymoon, family reunions, and more. We specialize in small to large groups, including sightseeing tours. Book your next vacation with DDM Vacation at 800-254-4493, PIN 6311665. Again, that's 800-254-4493, PIN 631. 11665 or visit us at ddmvacations.globaltravel.com Congressional Black Week, why we need to know what this is. You know, a dynamic woman that I'm just thrilled to have, and I'm not going to hold her from you any longer. I want to welcome, a very special welcome, to Ms. Tanya Saunders-Speed of WPC. She is a premier lobbyist, and we are so excited to have her on the show. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, Tanya. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm just thrilled. I'm humbled. Uh, that you've even invited me. I think this is awesome. Thank you for having me. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, you know, you can always tell from, as you mentioned, your your humbled and your humility. I mean, that was just something that when I, I met you, I could immediately sense all the great things that you've done, uh, the areas, the people that you, you, you've networked with and you have fostered relationships with, you know, there's, there's nothing pretentious, nothing pretentious about you. You're so open and willing to share. And that is what our whole mission here, Ms. Tanya, is about here at Wealthy Sisters Media Group and what we do on the show is to showcase 
powerful women like yourself to show that, you know, we are doing great things and we do want to celebrate and appreciate one another. So that's why we are thrilled to have you on our show today. Well, again, thank you, Deborah. Um, I totally agree with the concept of what you have created at Wealthy Sisters. I've um, looked you over, I've listened, and I've found it to be incredibly inspiring as well as encouraging. You know, as um, you mentioned earlier, this has been a very long journey, an interesting one, actually, uh, as I started in the um, business of politics. I, too, started, like many, uh, on Capitol Hill, and I'm happy to share that story with you. Uh, but I'll wait for some of your questions, if you prefer, uh, to to begin with uh, uh, oh, directing no, how we, you want to interview. We can so. get right there. <laughs> we can start right there because I always say every week, we're nosy. We have to confess that here at Wealthy Sisters Radio. <laughs> we like to know the ins and outs because, you know, our audience love to be able to find some type of synergy, similarities, and to be able to relate. So if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and your path and your journey, what made you come to Capitol Hill and and to be able to blaze the trail like you have done for so many? Okay, sure. I have no problem uh, sharing my story. I actually am from West Virginia. I grew up there. I'm a coal miner's daughter, original. Uh, My father was a coal miner. My father's father was a coal miner, so I come from a long line of hardworking, laboring people. Uh, I started uh, actually working in the political arena in West Virginia, where I began Uh working as a special assistant to the Secretary of State of West Virginia. The Secretary of State's position is very similar to a lieutenant governor's office. Uh, They oversee election process as well as uh, a few other um, uh, functions of government. And Mm -hmm. as a part of that office, uh, I was involved on the election side. I had a passion for encouraging and and including African Americans in the political process. And as a result of going out as a volunteer before um, getting the position, I actually helped a nonprofit organization register African Americans and minorities in the state of West Virginia to increase uh, participation among um, among us uh, mm-hmm. for the political uh, process. And I got the attention of the uh, Secretary of State at the time. Um, his name was Ken Heckler, and he was also a, um, just a form a just formidable. Uh, a person in politics. Uh, he started back in the days of Harry S. Truman as, as a personal advisor. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, so he was a legacy in his own right. And I learned a lot from him and from that office. And then uh, decided that I wanted to enter into the political arena and, and a greater, have a greater impact on our state. So I went to work um, on a, a campaign for uh, Senator Jay Rockefeller. At the time, he was uh, oh. um, uh, running a re-election campaign. This was back uh-huh. in the late 80s, and I volunteered and made signs just like a number of other people do. I went out and knocked on doors in the rain the whole night, <laughs> and, uh, you know, after it was over, I petitioned the office to hire me. <laughs> so I guess you could say I started lobbying early. You started lobbying early. <laughs> and they were kind enough to... Uh, you know, to uh, look at uh, my resume as well as uh, uh, encourage me, and 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 they uh, brought me to Washington as a uh, very lowly staffer, which I didn't mind because I was part of a great staff, and right. I worked my way up from there. And like a lot of people in Washington, and this is pretty much the path actually that you take in order to become um, part of the lobbying business. Um, I was then hired from Capitol Hill uh, by a boutique firm by the name of McAuliffe, Kelly, and Raffaelli. And the McAuliffe, um, many on, on your program may know, is now the governor of the great state of Virginia, in which I'm right. Live. So uh, Governor Terry McAuliffe uh, was a former colleague, and I worked at that firm for um, a little over 17 years. 
and then broke off on my own, and I can tell you more about uh, what I've been doing lately, but that's sort of the path. And if I could go back to uh, the gentleman who called in regarding the intern, internships are very important, and it's a very important piece to uh, the Washington political arena. A lot of people who are in college and or uh, in their, you know, higher education uh, should look at, if they're interested in being a part of our political uh, process, look at internships with members of Congress. One of Mm -hmm. the great things that the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation does is place interns uh, um, throughout Congress. The program Mm -hmm. itself, the annual legislative conference, raises money that provides scholarships to deserving students across the country who then can further their education. And if they are so interested in the political sense, which, you know, part of the reason for encouraging our our young people is to stay involved because it is about us. Whatever happens on Capitol Hill affects all of us, and we have to be engaged. Right, and right. so there are these wonderful programs, emerging leaders, the intern programs on Capitol Hill, the fellowship program. All of these programs exist right there at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. Wow. So and I'm glad you brought that important. up. Yes, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, too, um, because when, when you look at today, of course, we, all we really see are um, we, we come from the business aspect. We see the corporate aspect. You know, you want to start your own business. And um, we talk about within our community the leaders, where are the new leaders. You know, it seems to be uh, that the political aspect, a lot of uh, interest has waned or maybe people, may not uh, feel, the younger students may not feel as encouraged about Mm -hmm. um, that process now. So I'm glad you brought that up and and talked about the importance of our impact uh, and and being involved in that uh, process even more, especially coming from your background as a lobbyist. And would you mind sharing what is a lobbyist? For those who might not be sure, I mean, we we hear, we've heard about the Koch brothers or whatever, they have their money here, but tell us what is an, a lobbyist and why should we as business owners and those in the African-American community really need to be aware of what a lobbyist is? Uh, I'm glad you asked the question. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> wonder, well, what is a lobbyist? And mm-hmm. why do we have them, and why are they either good or bad? Um, mm-hmm. We all have the right. We all have the right as American citizens to petition our government. A lobbyist basically attempts to influence decisions by officials in government, and often that's our legislative members of Congress, and sometimes our, uh, to some extent, regulatory agencies. But lobbyists play a role in bringing the information to an office on behalf of someone else. Mm -hmm. If you are, for example, Mr. Corporation, and you're sitting in Atlanta uh, or any other place, and you can't be here in Washington on a daily or monthly, weekly, regular basis, but there's something happening in the congressional uh, arena that's going to impact you or your company or the uh, nonprofit or whatever it is that you're involved in. Right. You would then look to someone, a firm and or a single um, uh, operator, a single person uh, who has a business, who is a registered lobbyist, to go to Washington on your behalf, to go to Capitol Hill on your behalf. Uh, It would still be your information. The, The key to lobbying basically is the person who has the relationships who can pick up the phone and get the calls answered on the other end, who can arrange meetings for you or other constituents to come in and sit down and talk with that member of Congress. That's not to say that a constituent can't get a meeting or get a phone call answered, but it takes a whole lot of time and effort on the part of that business owner or that person back in the district to try to make that happen. So we're here as your agent or your little ambassador 
to go up to the hill on a daily basis to try to take your business concerns before Congress. And it, that is that is so true when you mention that, Ms. Tanya, because that's the way business is, period. If you are in corporate America and you know you're in sales, you have a product, You it, it, it's seven stages a lot of times to mm-hmm. that sales process, that cycle. So you're not just going to pick up the phone and, and make that sale, in most cases, on the first call. And to look at the whole political process, I mean, the layers of communication that has to be there, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it just makes perfect sense for you to understand, for us to understand, you know, lobbyists in, in the place Absolutely. Uh, that and you Deborah, have. You brought, up an, you brought up an interesting point about the Cox brothers and some of the others, or Coke brothers, mm-hmm and some of the others that we hear about regularly in the news, um, that is a little bit of a different type of influence. Uh, influence. It actually stems from the, um, the PAC side, the political action committee, the money that's given to uh, the political campaign. That right. actually is different than being an actual lobbyist. That's not to say, however, we are not asked or, or, or um uh, part of what we they do don't have is lobbies, not right. to go to right to go to political events because we do. I mean, we we attend a number of things, whether they're breakfasts, lunches, uh, political functions, non-political events, wherever you can find an opportunity to talk mm-hmm. with and to begin to develop your friendship and relationship with those members of, of Congress. Which you mm-hmm. know, the time is very 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 short that you have mm-hmm. in order to get in front of the actual members themselves. So there are a number of layers, as you mentioned, to lobbying. <laughs> I can I can only imagine, and and you know, and I and I'm glad that you made that distinction because a lot of times we do just group everything if we're not familiar with it, we just group it all in there. And when when you talk to a lot of people, that's what their perception is of lobbying, especially now with the political climate, the way that everything is so um, you know separative can't think of the word Absolutely. that I want to use there, but uh, strained right now. And and so, but lobbyists, it, 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 matter of fact, we've had um, uh, Miss Barbara Kassoff on, which is the Women Impacting Public Policy, that huge lobbying mm-hmm. group is, a, you know, nonpartisan organization. She's been featured here on Wealthy Sisters Radio as well. And we, she spoke about, you know, hey, we need to know as business women, we need to have a voice and we need to be aware of what's changing uh, and what's happening in the political arena because it does affect business. Um, Absolutely, and, and the way that we do business. So I think it's it's just so important uh, for us to know and to have you on the show today, so that we can have that insight behind. Because it's not just about us doing business. A lot of things that if you look at insurance, that's a perfect example of how mm. your business is regulated. You, especially in a regulatory industry, <laughs> you you. <laughs> You're going to be, you know, your business can be impacted one way or the other by that. Absolutely. So tell us, you know, you you have, you started from West Virginia, you moved here, you wanted to begin, and you, you worked uh, in the arena. I can just imagine what it was like. If you if you just share a little bit about some of the, the trailblazing, um, being one of the first uh, African-American women here, Lobbying. What was that like uh, when you arrived here on Capitol Hill? Well, thank you again for asking. In fact, uh, I I just had an interesting conversation uh, a couple of days ago, and I um, relayed to a gentleman um, about the beginning on Capitol Hill and how mm-hmm. things were different then. Mm-hmm. In fact. Um, at the time, we called it the last plantation. Uh, we were hired as under, and, and, and here's why: we were hired at the will and pleasure of the member of, you know, of the Senate. We were hired. Uh, we took an oath, uh, and they probably still take the oath today. But there are at least some other um, uh, framework in place. Since I left, they um, <laughs> they instilled EEOC 
when I was there, there was no EEOC. There was mm. uh, there were no laws, no no regulations. Now the laws of the land, there were EEOC laws and discriminatory uh, laws in place, but we didn't have any protection on Capitol Hill. Now, if I might, um, just just not to interrupt mm-hmm. you, but I want to make sure everybody understands. So when you're talking about on Capitol Hill and you're hiring, uh, or, or what are you referring to when you say there there was, uh, the, you know, that was the last plantation? Was it the working for uh, a political entity there on Capitol Hill, or what what were you referring oh, to? Oh, working for the no, working for the United States Congress. Uh, okay. A lot of okay. people don't realize that it's been within 20, I would say, I guess it's 25 years uh, okay. that uh, EEOC came about, Capitol Hill wow. itself. Capitol wow. Hill is an, a, in itself an, an institution. And mm-hmm. um, in 1990, 91, and 92, I left uh, almost at the, toward the end of 93. Um, and you can fact check me on the year. It was uh, either 92 or 93, I believe, that they began EEOC. So, in other words, when I started, there was no EEOC. Mm-hmm. Um, and after leaving the Hill, one of the other interesting um, facts, there were very few African-American lobbyists and mm-hmm. even fewer women who were Afri- who at, um, that were African-American lobbyists. In the early 90s, um, I don't recall now how many there were totally, but there were over, oh, probably 2,800 or more lobbyists in Washington. And of that, there were maybe 25 who were African. Wow. Wow. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And And that's just a short time mm -hmm. ago. That's a very short time ago. Mm -hmm. Now, having said that, a number of things have changed, thankfully, to folks like Janice Griffin, uh, Robert Johnson, myself. um, Mm -hmm. There were a few others, um, Bill Kirk. uh, There were a handful of us. And Mm -hmm. I would go to a hearing room or up to Capitol Hill, and there were hardly any people of color other than uh, the workers who were in the... um, kitchen, the dining room, the architect, carpenter shop. And for the Senate, that was predominantly true for many years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, now, it's obvious that with that amount, we've already talked about why particularly it's important for us as business owners to understand this whole lobbying process and why we need to be uh, involved in the political process from the business aspect. And then in our community is for African Americans or other minorities. As far as the lobbyists are, are concerned, with it not being enough there, why do you think we need to have a greater presence um, within this whole lobbying arena? Why is that so important? Well, it's important for um, two reasons. One, major corporations, they get it. They're there mm-hmm. all the time. They mm-hmm. understand the process, and mm-hmm. they know the benefit. Mm-hmm. For our businesses, hearings go on on, on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, minority-owned companies, uh, mm-hmm. socioeconomic uh, uh, companies, whether you're minority-owned, woman-owned, uh, husband-owned, uh, small mm-hmm. business, those issues go on on a regular basis. When the <laughs> hearings come up, we're not in the room. We're and not so there. members tend to make decisions based right. on the lack of interest. If right. we want to change things and we want those members who are trying to change things for us, we need to be there for them. That's right. how the process works. And wow. what I try to do is encourage people. If you happen to, and you can go on the Internet, no matter where you sit today, as we are right now, and Mm -hmm. find out the information you need in order to participate. Mm -hmm. I can understand how it was 20 years ago when the Mm -hmm. lack of information coming 
from the hill mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. so hard for us to get. It's not mm-hmm. that way today. So mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me, I feel we don't have a lot of excuses not to participate. And so, not and, to participate. And, and mm-hmm. Exactly. And shows mm-hmm. like yours help encourage us because it brings it to the forefront of our mind that we need to be involved. Because whatever mm-hmm. happens up there, we're going to feel it back wherever we are, whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you know, as, as those who are listening, I know we might have parents that are listening or younger or someone who might want to shift gears. They're wanting to reinvent themselves or, or look at how does one become a lobbyist? What what do you suggest uh, for for people or a path for them to take? Is it Do you have to take a test? Is, what, what makes <laughs> a, one a, a lobbyist? <laughs> oh, well, I, I did talk about, and in and, and loose, I guess, loose terms about the good old boy system that used to exist. It still does. Lobbying is still somewhat of a closed um, uh, uh, opportunity, but okay. there are many doors that are being opened, and, and, the, and the best doors to try to go through are becoming involved, whether it's uh, volunteering for a political campaign or contacting okay. Congressional Black Caucus Foundation, finding out about the scholarship programs, um, the best way to become a lobbyist is to gain experience about the legislative process through either an internship or in, entering from uh, your political science um, uh, departments, getting involved uh, with the political campaign itself so right. that you understand the legislative and the political process. Once right. you have right. that on your resume, then you are more hireable by someone that owns a lobbying firm because they know, one, that you've already learned the legislative process and you understand how bills are made, how laws are made, and the committee structure and and, and the members who are both in the Senate and in the House. Those are the basic things you need to know. And also that you have relationships. Because this industry is still a relationship industry. It's a people mm-hmm. business. It's mm-hmm. connecting mm-hmm. people. There's a lot of networking. And there's also a lot of, of work in terms of understanding the issues, the large picture issues, the smaller issues, um, what the political uh, interests are, and whether you're a Democrat or a Republican or an independent. There's room for everybody to participate because we have a right to participate in our legislative process. I love that. You started it off with that. You said we have a right to participate uh, in our processes. So if someone like now, they come to D.C., I talk to people often who who have visited here, they've never been here, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you have got to come here, if, if nowhere else in the world, this is this is the the the, the nation's capital and the capital of the world right here, <laughs> where <laughs> you're working, you know, forty plus hours a week. <laughs> this is you need That's to come right. see what your work is doing. <laughs> and I was amazed when <laughs> I went, you know, how you do your tours. We came up and had our little trips and all that to give you the introduction, but. You retain things, of course, the older you get. And I was exposed to the whole um, congressional piece there where you can actually mm-hmm. come in and walk in. And, and, and I know maybe some security things have kind of changed, but this was a few years ago. You could just walk right in and see them on um, having discussions right there on Capitol That's Hill. Right. So, you know, we. And it still we, happens, even said, with some of yes. the security. You can still come mm-hmm. in. You can get a gallery pass and go to the um, Senate or the House gallery and actually right. see them voting. Uh, right. You can come in and sit in any hearing. It's open to the public. I mean, uh-huh. you know, it, it is the people's house. <laughs> right, so, right, uh, right. It is exciting. And take a, taking a tour of the Capitol, beautiful grounds, um, beautiful um, uh, visitor center that they finished a few years ago. Uh, which is underneath the Capitol, so it's almost like a whole another experience. You go into the Capitol, but then you go underneath the Capitol. Um, and, you know, all of the museums here are just, just amazing. You can spend days right. and not see it all. 
and not be at all. Right. That's it's right. absolutely to see the power, and you feel the power when you're in the city. Every you sure do. Feel. You sure do. And what what do you say to that person that says, Deborah, girl, I don't have time. I'm so busy, which I know how you feel. You know, I don't have time. You know, I, I'm trying to take care of household and business and this. How do I, you know, what what can that person do to, to at least become a little bit more involved or become more aware of what's happening on the political scene? What would you suggest for them to do? Well, the first thing I would suggest that we all do is register to vote. Mm. I know that in a, in a number of our states, things mm-hmm. are changing, like mm-hmm. the sand underneath our feet at the beach is shifting. Mm-hmm. But stay in the process. Register mm-hmm. to vote and mm-hmm. vote. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Beyond mm-hmm. that, you can tune in to a number of sources. If you don't have time to tune in uh, via television, programs like Wealthy Sisters keep you informed. Uh, that's right. In addition to th- that's right. In addition to that's that, right. um, you can always just reach out to your own individual member of Congress. They have mm-hmm. their own website. If you get on what's called their listserv, go on, mm-hmm. sign up for their email update. They'll send you information on a regular basis so that you know what is going on? It's just a right. matter of ourselves taking the initiative to stay involved. Just as we have to stay involved in our churches, our schools, and mm-hmm. our political arena. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Well, if you have just tuned in, this has just been a power pack show already. Our very special guest is Ms. Tanya Saunders Speed. She is the premier lobbyist and she is the founding partner, managing partner at WPC, Washington Premier Consulting, and so many other organizations. And uh, she's also hosting a major event this week at the Congressional Black Caucus Conference. So we're going to take a short break, come back, and Ms. Tanya, I want to know more about about that event that you're hosting this Thursday as well and other great things that you have with your business. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Right, <laughs> right, right. Or jumping off the cliff from oh, like, oh <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, I want everybody to go to wealthysistersradio.com right now um, and click on our featured guest. You will see Miss Tanya Saunders speed there. All of her contact information, uh, her organization. Can you just take a, a thirty seconds and tell us about WPC and what you do with that as well, so that those who are out there needing lobbyists and other consulting uh, support, they can they can reach out to you. Oh, absolutely. And I just, uh, I'm going to take a part of my time just to thank you profusely for this opportunity. I just uh, oh, praise God you. for you and all that you're doing, and to him be the glory. Um, the you. Washington Premier Consulting was the very startup company that I began. Uh, it is now, and I am now under that banner doing federal contracting work myself. Uh, I started uh, with a very small contract and looking to grow opportunities, uh, but that's the federal piece. And the uh, lobbying shop is now under Washington Premier Group. Uh, we're a small firm. Um, I have three people, but uh, we do mighty work, and uh, we integrate very well into existing firms. But I've been lobbying now for over 20 years, and it wow. truly has been a great journey. Mm, 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 mm. Well, we thank you so much for blazing the trail, setting such a powerful example, and and having a strong voice for business owners, for women of color as well, and just just for just representing in such a powerful way. And I want to encourage everybody, again, to go out this Thursday. If you're here in the D.C., uh, Virginia area, Maryland, Virginia area, go to the Congressional Black Caucus event that um, Ms. Tanya Speed is hosting. That is going to be this Thursday, the 25th, from 2 to 4, right there in the Washington uh, Convention Center. Is it room 121A? That the Winter Summit is 
here. It is designed for you. I know many of you have been listening to us over the years, and you've been saying, I want to come to that event. I need to come to that event. Yes, you do. You do need to attend. I promise you it's well worth the effort. I know it's a sacrifice, trust me, but the greater the sacrifice, the greater the blessing, right? And when you invest in yourself and you're investing in your business, uh, the opportunity to expand and to meet, as we talked about earlier in the show, to meet others like minds, uh, to form partnerships, to see like-minded women who are serious and focused and who are wanting to see their businesses grow and develop, to learn from the, about how you can invest in a hotel, become a brand-name hotel owner like a Marriott or Hilton or, uh, or uh, a Comfort Inn. Uh, we also have the workshops that are going to be conducted on marketing. What's the latest in the digital mix in marketing? Mixing all of the onbound, outbound, and inbound marketing. Then we also have another segment that's going to be talk about your six-figure success in your business. And also, get this, I am doing a special workshop for those of you who are still working for yourself, but you're also working for someone else. What are those signs that you need to know that it's time to go and step out on your own? And what do you need to know before you do that? Trust me, I can tell you from personal experience, there are a lot of things you want to be able to have in place. A lot of tools that we have, that you have, oftentimes we don't even recognize that it are right there at your fingertips. So we want you to make sure that you know this event is for you. We look forward to seeing you there. A lot of great things. Having a millionaire lunch and just so much more. So go to the Winner's Summit. Again, that's the winner, like you are a winner. Thewinnersummit.com and get registered. We look forward to seeing you there. And as always, we want to wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week. We're now listening to what we That's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.